This is Stu with the Burnt Toast Podcast, and I've got a special guest on today. We're on Skype. Uh, I've got Devin Wilkinson. He's a Knoxville native and currently in the integrated program at UT, doing a good job. What's going on, Devin? Not much. How about yourself, Stu? It's going, it's going great. It's going great, man. So I'm going to start this episode off with a question everyone is wondering, all right? All right. What what is the deal with pumpkin spice in everything at this season? Like what's what's the whole deal with that? Oh, white girls, hands down. White Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Pumpkin spice lattes like if you talk to any like sorority girl like here or anything like that, pumpkin spice latte, like that's all they talk about. I, I feel like favorite part of the season. I feel like you don't hear a lot of guys ranting and raving about pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, why no, do you yeah. think, why do you think that is? Like, do you think it's targeted towards a female audience? Do you think that more girls go to Starbucks than guys, or do you think that guys just don't really like the taste as much? I think that it's a combination. So I think that I think that more girls go to Starbucks than guys. First off, second okay. off, I think that over the years it's kind of developed a um, stigma of being like oh like a girl drink, like because girls are like oh my gosh I need my pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, and then, you see all so, the jokes online that yeah, are like so like talking about uh, yeah with um uh so oh man I'm forgetting the word. The, the drink that all the girls white claws with white claws oh uh, yeah so, yeah like, or like the seltzers at, yeah with like seltzers like guys didn't drink those at first because it was like oh that's a girl's drink and i think that's kind of the same thing with the pumpkin spice latte yeah but do you do you think like i know guys do drink white claws yeah now they do you do, think do you think, think guys are considered uh like uh less masculine if they drink white claws or or pumpkin spice frappuccinos from starbucks or do you think I'm, it's do you think it's just a drink and who cares you know? Personally, personally, I don't care. I I don't think of anybody like any less or any more like one way or the other. But I think yeah. so- society does. Um, yeah. You know, like the stigma around like white claws and everything for so long. It's shifting though. More guys are drinking white claws and stuff now. Um, and I think it. I think it's also shifting in the um, pumpkin spice latte realm. Also, honestly, I see more every year. I see more guys with pumpkin spice latte stuff. Okay, I I really like I've not seen many guys on the whole uh, pumpkin spice train, but I have seen a lot of guys on the white claw train. You know the whole saying, uh, "Yeah, ain't no claws when you're drinking claws." Yeah, drinking no, claws right. ain't no laws, something like that. Yeah, 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 ain't no laws. Yeah, claws. Yeah, that's what it is. I messed that up. <laughs> yeah, but like I think I think I think a lot of like the social media stuff like. Like old row, like once they started posting like stuff of like guys drinking, I feel like it became much more. Except like I really think that like like last year, so like my spring semester here at UT, 
Like, yeah. if you went into a party and you're a guy drinking a white claw, like, you'd get some shit. But now, like, you're, like, the man if you come in with it. And that's just, like, a six-month period. And it's shifted, yeah. like, that much. And I think a lot of that is from white claws being kind of, like, more mainstream now on social you, media, on big accounts. So do you – would you say that social media kind of controls the the general – idea of everything at least in the teenage group yeah i think like in the college group like the power that social media accounts like old row official and stuff have on getting people's opinion on what's right and what's wrong is honestly like amazing like people judge on like what like whether a drink is curly or not whether old row account thinks it's curly or not yeah and, and like also the obsession with like natties right yeah yeah, the that that gets heavily advertised on on like those types of accounts. It's it's really interesting. Yeah, I mean it's it's it is interesting, and I think that the more um, time goes by, like the more influence they honestly get. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting point of view. You know that that Instagram has become so uh, influenceable in in so many people's lives. You know, and like just a social media account having a ton of followers can end up swaying a popular opinion of something just because they're advertising it and how yeah. they advertise it. It's, it's oh, crazy. Yeah. I mean, you, you see the same thing in, in like big news, like, you know, on big news stations or on big websites, like, uh, what's Buzzfeed. Oh yeah. Buzzfeed. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see a whole lot of Buzzfeed, but, I don't, I don't, I remember there was a period in high school where BuzzFeed was like very popular and everyone was taking those BuzzFeed tests, you know, like so, see what, see yeah. what Harry Potter character you are. Oh based on yeah. Your I've choice in food. And it's like, it's like, who comes up with these? Does someone see, literally just sit at their desk all day and write these? I, I see those on Twitter all the time. Like whenever... Like I don't, I'm not on Twitter that much anymore, but when I was, like, I used to always get hit with, like, quizzes, like, quiz this, quiz that, quiz that, and, like, yeah. a lot of those. But I think, I think, kind of, like, back to, like, the social media thing, um, you know, I think that, like, so, you know, TikTok, TikTok's something that's grown, like, massively over the past year or so, I'd say. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. And I think it's that, like It's, like, the new Vine. Yeah, so, like... I would say, like, a few months ago to, like, a year ago, you know, if you were on TikTok, you know, like, that was, like, an embarrassing thing. Yeah. Of, like, you didn't want anybody to know you had a TikTok, but now, yeah. like, everybody, like, has a TikTok. And, again, I think that's part of it is, like, you know, old row, like, a lot of famous people have TikToks and stuff now. So yeah, I think that's kind of helps it look at mainstream and not just, like, you know, a small faction of people that post videos. Yeah. What's your opinion on TikTok? Dude, I'll be honest, dude. I think TikTok has some hilarious stuff on it. Really? It's 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 addicting. Like, if you're not on TikTok, I would honestly suggest not downloading it. Not downloading it? (laughs) Yeah. Because once you get scrolling, dude, it's like Vine. Yeah, yeah, it's like Vine, dude. It is. It is like it's it's becoming more and more like Vine too. So like at first, it was only like people lip singing, but now like. There's like some big funny people that like they have like skits and um there's one and it's called like uh frat house or something like that yeah and it's just a guy and he comes on there and he does like a video every week or so and you know it's just like some like 
funny, like relatable, like frat drama stuff. I think it's called like yeah. frat house drama or something like I, that. I've seen a few TikToks on like the Instagram explore page. Like yeah. the they'll just like be reposted. And I I, I agree. I, I agree some of them are pretty funny. Some of them are just like plain old stupid though. Oh like, yeah. There's some really you, really stupid stuff on there. Yeah. Sure. I they're also like uh, I see this I've seen one of them that's like my best friend's rich check. Oh that, that, that one cringes me out so that's, much. That's what I don't like about TikTok is it's a it's it started out and like really grew into like a trendy kind of thing. So like there's like sounds and like, do you have a TikTok? No, I've just, I've seen like reposts yeah. on Instagram but, or like Reddit or yeah. stuff. Yeah. But like, there's like, like people like play sounds over the videos and then like, there's a trendy sound like rich girl check and then oh, like yeah. everybody posts it. And that's like all that's on there for like a couple of days. And that's really annoying about it. Because yeah. I don't like that stuff, but I do like like the funny stuff, like the frat house drama stuff. Like that stuff's just, like funny. Yeah, sometimes. I feel like if I were to get on TikTok, which I'm not right now, I would have to. I would probably only look at the funny stuff because like the whole like, oh look at how great my life is. That whole social media craze, like kind of like how Instagram is. Not a fan at all. Yeah, I mean it's know? it's hard though because like on tiktok it's like you have like the people you follow so you can go follow those accounts and just look at the following but yeah. like the for you page is like really like what most people look at like that's what i mostly look at oh is that and, like popular stuff and it's like popular stuff and like you have no control what's over what's on it but that's the only yeah. way you can find like other stuff that's actually yeah you funny, find new stuff yeah yeah so yeah it's it's a different app for sure um compared to like instagram or anything like that because it has no relation to like Instagram, you know, you follow people you've met in person and stuff like that. And TikTok, yeah. like that, you really only follow like big accounts that are like funny, kind of in a way. Yeah, I guess I know when Vine started up, it was like kind of hard for people to get big. Would you say the same is for TikTok as well? Like, I, not, I would say it's getting harder, but I would say like six months ago, it was really easy to get big on TikTok, okay. and it's just kind of progressively gotten harder. The more popular yeah. it gets, dude. But all people, the all the still get really big really quickly. Yeah, all the people I've seen on Instagram are just like they look like freaking models, dude. Like, oh, dude, it's dude, crazy. I'm I'm just like I'm sitting here like, dang, there are this many attractive people out here in the world. What, dude? There's so many, but like the bad thing. This is like a really like common theme that's like talked about like actually a lot, especially in comments. Is like. There's like a bunch of like young girls that are like you know like sixteen and seventeen, but like yeah. they don't really look sixteen or seventeen. Like they look like they're like twenty something, and that's oh. like. I want to see a oh, lot of that's, them on there. That's that's yeah. something I've kind of noticed recently too. Is like when when like we were in middle school, do like the girls. I mean, I don't know. I can't really remember, but I don't really think people tried to look older. And like nowadays, I've seen. I've seen things on the internet that's like, this girl's actually 14, and she looks like she's like 18 or 19. Yeah, dude. It's like, do, you, do you think it's getting harder to tell the age of, of people? I do. I do think it's harder. I think that girls in particular like look a lot older now, like at a younger age than yeah. in my memory. But I don't know if it's just because I'm older or not. I, I know. I've talked to my dad about this before. 
but like he always talks about like having to like when he was in college having to watch keep an eye out for girls who are in high school yeah and dude, I, like yeah. do you do you think that that's like do you think it's discernible now like do you think you could go out and you know say you're at a party or at the bar and some girl comes up to you do you think you would have enough reason to determine whether or not she was in high school or in um, college my go my go-to is, is is what grade are you in or something oh, yeah. along those lines because i like like there was one girl like one time and like i mean like we didn't do anything or anything like that but like I was like, dang, she looks good, but then like, turns out she was like still in high school. I was like, what? Like, oh, how, no. like how does that even happen? So like, you definitely, you definitely got to be careful. I agree with your dad on that. Like, you got to like keep your eyes out because yeah, there's high, there's high, I've seen high school girls at the bar and everything. Before. Yeah, um, I mean, people, you know, people live in Knoxville. It's not just a college town. Yeah, I knew people in high school who went to frat parties and into the bars and stuff as they were like 16 17 18 year olds and i'm i'm yeah. sitting there like bro you're crazy yeah i mean it is it is crazy that like and i think that like makeup has a lot to do with it because like girls like i feel like girls are getting better and better with makeup <laughs> do, you, do you think like my dad my dad said it's like it's easy to tell a high schooler from a college student because high schoolers like go above and beyond there's some girls not, here that go above the line. Yeah, I feel like it's both like in high school and in college. But like, yeah. I don't. I, I feel like it's it's more about the interaction with the person, like their maturity level and that type of stuff too. Yeah, you can use tell, but there's also like some like mature, like how we consider mature, like high school girls that are like juniors and seniors, and some immature like college, like freshmen, oh, sophomores. Yes, definitely. Like I would, like I would, I would say that there's like definitely some junior senior high school girls that are more mature than some freshman and sophomore college girls that i've dude they're probably like junior or senior high school guys that are more mature than like junior senior high school college guys you know it is it is i think that they kind of like i really think that people kind of like separate out and you've kind of got like more mature groups and then you've kind of got like less mature groups yeah i think that's true like through all all the grade levels kind of I mean, you even looking at adults, dude, you can see different levels of maturity. You know, that yeah. if someone doesn't get their way at their job, do they freak out or do they handle it like an adult should and like be calm and think, okay, how can I fix this? You know, yeah. it's, it's, I've seen it at, at, you know, at my work and it's, it's not often, but there are some things that you're like, all right, that was a little immature and you're like 40 years old. Come on. Yeah, Words, my mom place drama. A, yeah, my mom has a coworker that's the iconic of that. Like she always talks about how immature she is. Dang. Um, because like she's just like she's like kinda like selfish, I guess, in a way. So do you do you uh, think that immaturity is is uh, a byproduct of not being self aware? Or not being think, like aware of your own conscious, I guess. I've never thought of it like that, but I would definitely say that's like a big thing. Because I feel like people that are more mature are kind of more aware of their surroundings, I would say. Yeah, or like people, maybe even like more aware of who they are too and like how they and respond that too, to that things. Too. I, think, I think that's definitely true. I think they're more yeah. aware of who they are and what they want kind of thing. I think yeah. I'm, I was just – I asked that question because in my, in my last podcast I kind of talked about meditation and self-awareness and 
I was thinking, you know, what if what if being mature kind of correlates with being self-aware and you know like what if if you meditated often you could become more mature just by being more self-aware and focusing on your emotions and stuff and how to deal with them yeah i i mean i think that that's true that the more self-aware you are usually the more mature you are yeah just because you're more aware i think of kind of what your actions result in Mm mm-hmm so you kind of think before you say, and I think yeah, yeah. I had a huge issue with that when I was younger, dude. It was like I would be talking to someone, not even thinking about what I was saying to them or how it could affect them, and it it caused some issues to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now I, I'm I try to be more thoughtful, not all the time, but you know I have to admit it's not all the time, but I try and be. I try to be more thoughtful when I talk. That's that's how I am. Like I used to kind of like blur. I think like whatever came on my mind. So I really try yeah. to like say it in my head at least one time before I yeah. say it out loud to kind of analyze it. <laughs> oh, and when you get comfortable around people too, it's like you kind of just blurt things out sometimes because you're not really thinking. Oh, you know, like I don't care what they think. They they you know they're comfortable around me. And I'm comfortable around them, like in relationships. Yeah. Like you could like even just like around like my parents or like my roommate, I'll just like blurt stuff out and be like, oh, I'm just rambling right now. I didn't really mean to do that. Oops. Oops. <laughs> didn't mean to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I agree that the more comfortable you are, like the more likely it is that you're kind of blurt stuff out. Like, if you're, like, yeah. you know, out and about and, like, you know, you're around a bunch of people you've never met before at, like, a party or something, like, I'm definitely more careful on what I say. Yes, yes, exactly. It's, like, it's almost like you're you're cautious, you know, versus when you're comfortable around someone, you kind of just say what comes to your mind without even thinking, you know, because you trust them and stuff and you have a, a, a you know, a, a built relationship with them. Yeah. It's yeah, really, think- it's... Sorry, go ahead. I think building that relationship is definitely like a big thing. And then you kind of understand like you understand each person better and kind of like what their views on things are. And you can yeah. kind of like judge what you say based on that. But if you've never met them before, you don't have any of that information to go off of. Dude, it sounds like someone's running around your apartment. Really? Yeah, I don't know what my, it is. My but... walls are like really thin. But no one's running around. <laughs> they're just watching TV. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, it that's the be... one thing. That's the one thing I don't like about my apartment. Yeah, it's not too bad. Also, to reiterate, uh, anyone who's listening to the Burnt Toast podcast, we're on a Skype call right now, so it's not the best quality, and I apologize for that. But hopefully, I'll get another mic to mic session soon. Uh, I got Devin Wilkinson on. He's from Knoxville, Tennessee. And he's a cool guy. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the show. So, all right. I got another topic. All right. This this was sent in by one of the followers on our Instagram page. If you guys want to hear your questions being answered, DM burnt.toast.podcast on Instagram, and we'll answer your questions. All right? You got to do it. So this question is, are we living in a simulation? Oh, 
Dude, I've seen some wild stuff. I actually saw a TikTok that was talking about this the other day, and it was this guy sitting in a car, and his head was moving, but his mirror wasn't, and they were like, is the Matrix glitching? Oh, yeah. Right now? It was crazy. Yeah. I was there's a... On Reddit, there's a whole... There's a whole thing that's like the glitch in the Matrix, and people yeah. will post stories and stuff about them glitching in the Matrix and stuff, and... I I just I, sometimes I'll get this eerie feeling that I've like you know like deja vu. It's like deja I've done this before, or I've already been here, and yeah. it's like it's 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 weird, man. Because like, what if we are in a simulation, like that Rick and Morty episode where they play that game where the dude lives a life? Have you seen that? No, I don't really watch Rick and Morty. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of like anything animation. Oh yeah, yeah. I like I like animated shows. Rick and Morty is one of my favorite shows. And there's this episode where Rick and Morty are in like this space bar and they play this game where it's it's like a VR game. It's like a VR simulator game. And Morty gives it a try and he just like lives a regular life. And it completely erases your memory of you being who you were before. And then he like dies in the game and he takes off his headset and everyone's like, oh yeah, you made it to 84 years old. And and then Rick plays and he knows the game and so he got in there and he's like, yeah, this is a simulation. And then he just like started messing around and people were watching him play the game like in real life, quote unquote. And they were like, he's going off the grid, he's going off the grid. And he, uh, it's just, it's a really funny episode. Um, so any listeners out there, if you haven't seen Rick and Morty, highly suggest it. It's a great show. Um, AKA... This episode sponsored by Rick and Morty. Not really. I wish that would be awesome, <laughs> dude. I, I'm trying to get a Lacroix subscription or um, sponsorship. sponsorship. That would be yes. awesome. Yes, That'd be awesome and then I could, I could put in Lacroix ads and like put on Lacroix stuff. Just free advertising, you know. As long as they send me a sweater, I don't you care. Do, you should. When are you gonna start like filming like your your stuff to put on YouTube? That's what you need to be doing. See, I don't know about that, man. I'm I'm not I might do that in the long run, like if I get this thing bigger. But as of right now, like I plan on I plan on just keeping it on like I have it up on Google Podcasts, I have it up on um iTunes or like iPodcasts, whatever it's called, and I have it up on Spotify, and I also have it up on like the host website. Uh if you just look up Burnt Toast Podcast, it comes up by Stu on all of those. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, eventually I'll get it out on more platforms, but as of right now, I think the majority of the people use Spotify or iTunes. That's, yeah. I use, that's I use Spotify personally. Yeah. That's what I use. That's yeah. what I use. But, but uh, a lot of podcasts back, are going to the video, but yeah, like you're saying, yeah, get, let's get back to the simulation discussion. So, yeah, I, I don't know, dude, I think, I think it's crazy because Elon Musk, I like Elon Musk a lot. He's kind of like into the whole like matrix kind of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. With deja vus, have you ever had one of those deja vus where you're like deja vu and you guess what's going to happen next. And then that thing happens. Oh no, I haven't. That I've had crazy. some of those and talk about crazy dude. Like I'll have deja vu. I'll be like deja vu. And I'll be like, Oh man, this feels like this happened. And then this happened. And then that thing happens. No, that's so creepy. But yeah. oh no, dude! I I 
it's it's not even like with deja vu like for example my dog just died sad you know i'm sad yeah i'm bummed. Like he's a guy he's a good dog but the last time i saw him was in july and when i was leaving i was at the beach when i was leaving i i kind of like had a weird feeling that that was going to be like the last time i saw my dog alive and i just like i spent a lot more time with him and like i hugged him goodbye and stuff at the end and you know i got i got a little emotional um but it's like what are the odds that i knew cuz he he did he he died you know last week um like what are the odds that i just had a feeling you know without knowing like i guess you could also argue that humans have extra senses or something but it it's just it's one of those questions that makes you think like is this all pre-programmed are we living in a in a simulation you know yeah i mean like, i think i think it's really crazy like i don't know like sometimes i think about it but then like my logical side is like no nah, there's no way like I like touch myself. I'm like, no, like I feel myself. There's no yeah, way that you do the physics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, and like with the dog, like, I mean, my my explanation for that would be that you know, as humans, we know that dogs have like a finite life, and like you know, yeah, you know how old your dog is, and you know that like you know I'm not gonna be gone for a few months, so like you know I'm sure like your family's probably been like, yeah, he's probably like on his last, because I know like my dog died like a month or two ago. Um, that I've had for like 14 years yeah like you know a couple months like before he died we were kind of like yeah he's definitely like on his last like few months to a year so yeah that's that's kind of we honestly like we didn't I said this in the last podcast but we really didn't expect him to live like as long as he did because the breed German short-haired pointers I think their average life expectancy is only like 12 years and he almost was 15. Oh wow. So he was like up probably like up in the 90th percentile for his his breed. And so his his hips gave out a few years ago and that's when we were kind of like all right, it could you know, he's getting near near the end of his life. And it's like when he first died, dude, I was just like questioning reality so much and just thinking like, dang, like this dog that's always been in my life just died. And like, is life even real? You know, <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. But it, was, it was like that type of feeling. Like I was just like looking around everywhere and seeing people interact and, and just thinking like it's, it's a little like not depressed i mean i guess it is depressing but just kind of like dang we're all gonna die one day dude that's something that like when it comes up dude i'm like man like that's rough like yeah. i don't know if you just think about how like you know it's a finite time and like you know it's gotta come to an end at some point but, know, I, think, I think that's why like that's why i kind of like you know, i kind of got the attitude you know see Make the best of it as you can i actually i would i would question Yes, logically it makes sense that there is a finite amount of time in everyone's life. But there is no proof that you will never die. Yes, yes, statistically, you're pretty much 
guaranteed to, to die at one point. But you can't no one can predict the future. I mean, you never know, man. Like we might all end up living to infinity and beyond. Dude, I want to be frozen personally. Frozen? Yeah, dude. So that way I'll live that like thaw me out in a thousand years. I want to see where we are. That would be oh, really man. interesting. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. you know, shout out to my wife out there, you know. <laughs> if you're down to be frozen with me, that's definitely a plus. Hey, but I mean, like, then you got to think about it too. Like, you'd still be living the same amount of time. You would just be transported into the future, pretty much. Yeah, but another idea, like, behind that is that medical technology will be even further progressed. So, like, yeah. maybe like transfer my consciousness into a new body. That yeah. would be interesting. I don't know if we'll be that technologically. I don't know, dude, they're already doing research on it now, man. On how to yeah. transfer I mean, consciousness into a computer. People still don't really understand how the brain works. I don't think we'll be able to do that type of stuff until we fully understand how our brains work and like where our consciousness comes from. And uh, but I mean, like by that point, we'll probably figure out. Okay, there is such thing as like life after death, you know, in whatever terms you want to view that in. Um, versus, you know, we're all just a matter of energy and our thoughts are neurochemical process that are firing, you know, these little processes that are firing in our brain. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I watched a science, like I used to watch the science channel a lot and I actually watched like a an episode and it was talking about like the consciousness and stuff and they're doing like some pretty like big research into that. I, I really think that's closer than you think. Like, I would say, like, 50 to 100 years, I would be surprised if someone downloaded their consciousness into a computer. See, I could see into a computer, and, you know, maybe if, like, the computer kind of just went along everywhere and it analyzed, like, how they interacted with people, um, I could see it in that sense. But I don't know if, like, you could literally be able to, like, plug a USB in from your brain into a computer and, like, upload your consciousness. Have you, you know? I mean, have you maybe. Heard, have you heard of Elon Musk's, like, new company thing that or new idea or whatever? I think so. What's it called? It's called like, Neuralink or something. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Name of it, but... I haven't gotten, like, much into it, but I have heard the name. Yeah, I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I've just had a couple people talk to me about it. And my understanding of it so far is that like it's like uploading like stuff to your brain like through like a usb so you're like learning like instantly or something like that i don't know i do not Correct like that i do not wrong, like that that's what i've heard i don't see, know how I, true it is or not but see i just like i don't care again i don't care what other people do bro but like i'm all about natural living and like I don't think I'd ever put like one of those chips in my arm, you know, to like scan whatever easier. I don't think I'd ever do this Neuralink thing. I just like, I have no desire to modify my body, you know, with, with electronics. And it's, it's kind of one of those sketchy areas because, you know, people can hack into things. Not you saying watch, that. You watch Blacklist, dude? Blacklist? Yeah. Is that that show that you you were like raving about yeah. last year? Yeah. I watched like I watched a few episodes with with Gabe. One of those one of those episodes actually has like a, it's it's this company that does, I guess like heart like pacemakers or whatever. 
Yeah. And someone actually like hacks like millions of pacemakers in the U.S. And uh, you know it's like a big like problem and everything. Yeah. Have and you seen Black Mirror? I've seen a couple episodes of it. I haven't really yeah. watched a lot of them. It's like dystopian technological future type show. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of where this blacklist episode went because it's kind of talking about like it pretty much like showed like you know the flaws in it and like they had like a couple like characters that were in that episode were like super like tech people like with the chips in their arm and stuff that you're talking about yeah I don't know it's kind of weird but yeah, the, yeah I mean I don't think I chip myself yeah and in, in Black Mirror the um, the concepts in that are in my opinion very interesting. Uh, there's this one episode that I really liked and it's like it's like a dating simulator and it's kind of like the whole Neuralink thing like you upload your consciousness into a, a dating app pretty much and it runs simulations it runs like thousands of simulations or like like a hundred simulations or something and if you end up marrying and like living with that person or like breaking, quote unquote, breaking out of the simulation, um, ninety nine out of one hundred times, and you're like a match, but it happens in an instant in reality. But in the show, it's like drawn out over an entire hour, and then it like at the end of the show, it like goes out into reality, and like these two people get matched, and it's like, imagine if dating algorithms, because okay, my opinion on dating apps. They're trash, dude. Absolute trash. <laughs> Absolute trash. The The algorithms that they have in place are solely designed for those companies to make money, not to actually connect people. I, so, yeah, I mean, like, for thing, I think that depends on the dating, like, apps. So, like, you know, if you're using, like, Tinder or Bumble, like, those algorithms are a lot different than, like, if you're using, like, what are those, like, Match.com? Or oh, yeah, Match.com, Farmers Only. Like, one of the, like, if you're using one of those, like, paid, like, dating, dating apps and not, like, a hookup app, then those yeah. are, like, I think those actually have, like, algorithms that, like, actually match, yeah. like, what interests you put in. So Dude, I think those someone, are probably better, but. Someone in my family actually just got married to uh, someone they met on, I think, like, OkCupid or Match.com or something. Yeah, I don't, like if, you're, if you're looking to date someone, that's definitely the way to go, not Tinder. Tinder's just like, I've read Tinder like and Bumble different things and on Tinder. Hinge. But. Yeah, those, I, I just, I think that the algorithms in those like popular college apps are more meant for like hookup culture rather than dating culture. Oh, for sure. And it's, but it's there just has like. has been a shift in that though, honestly. In what? In, in the, in the dating culture within, like more people are using it for dating then you know two oh really do you think do you think people still prefer meeting someone in person rather than online i think that they prefer it but i think it's easier for people to meet online and that's why i like yeah it's more convenient it's like right there in your hands yeah Yeah. you know it's kind of gives you more options like if you're online like you know your options of meeting someone is much higher than you know, the average person's daily routine is pretty steady, I would I would say. I don't yeah. mind. Is. I mean, I go to the same places pretty much every week. And, you know, I see the same people yeah. for the most part. So, I mean, it's hard to find like people that are really outside without, like, you know, a friend of a friend connecting people together. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of relationships do also spawn from 
like a friend connecting, you know, you and one of their friends. Yeah, yeah, it has for sure. I've I've gotten in a few relationships from that by itself, and yeah. it's it's. That's, that's I mean, it, my first really like my first like real relationship. Yeah, it's like they just happened to be like a friend of one of my friends' friends also, that they were talking to. I also think like dating apps are like awesome for people who are introverted, like oh, socially yeah. introverted. It's like you kind of get to choose who you want to talk to. And then, you know, once you develop a good relationship with them, I guess if you're approaching it that way over the phone, then you can go and meet them up. I'm more of the type of person to like, like I, like I would rather match with someone and shoot them a message. Be like, Hey, I don't like using this app. Let's meet up for coffee at this place. You know? Because then I can actually talk to them in person and see how they are in real life. Yeah, that's that's one thing about like Tinder and stuff. Like I used to have a Tinder and everything. I think everybody like has had a Tinder in college. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, probably. Um, but yeah, I I I don't really like like it that much. Like I'd much rather like meet someone in person. Like I'd much rather hang out with someone in person. I yeah. Hate texting or like messaging over the app and stuff. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm have you ever taken like a like a love language test? No, I don't even know what that is. Uh it's it's like I don't know if it's real or if it's just like pseudoscience, but it's like there are like seven different types of love languages or whatever. And one of them is like like quality time, like spending time with someone, and that's mine. And so like I I really value like in-person interaction and you know them showing me i'm giving my time to you you know and and so like that's why i think i mean aside from how i was raised um i think that's part of the reason why i value like meeting someone in real life more and then like going out and going on a date rather than texting yeah, I mean, I think I think I think dates are like definitely the way to go over like texting. I mean, oh, I know yeah. like, texting is supposed to like lead to dates and everything, but it can only happen for so long until you're like, all right, we haven't met, and like this is starting to get awkward, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was in class the other day, and we were talking. My professor was like, "Yeah, I can make anybody fall in love with anybody," and I was like, "No, <laughs> no way." way. And he literally, like, brought me up to the front of the class and, like, asked me a bunch of questions and pretty much figured out, like, what, like, I would want, I guess, in a girl. Or yeah. Like and I was like, see, I can pay someone to do that. And I was like, give me some trust issue problems. <laughs> Wait, what? What did he say? He was, like, he was like, he was like, he was like, see, I know exactly what you want. Now I can go out and pay a girl to take up all those qualities and you'll fall in love with her. And I was like, gosh, got to be on the lookout now. <laughs> Dang. Wait, what class was this for? This was uh, Engineering Fundamentals 2 or 3 as part what? of the integrated program. Um, he's a cool professor, though. I like him. He's it's, it's, such really a, cool. it's such a different class than anything I've ever been in. What's the like? What's the name of the class, Like aside from the actual number? like What's the class called? Engineering Fundamentals. Is it like a physics class? No, nah, it's like... So it's like, it's like systems thinking, so... It's like kind of like how to like analyze a system, how to improve it, 
you know the constraints okay. it's really it's really teaching us a different way to think about problems and solutions okay um, and how stuff interacts together so we do a lot okay. of problem analysis and stuff like that that sounds cool and that's actually a class i'm doing like the joystick thing that i told you about yeah do you do you like the the integrated program dude i love it it's the best decision i made it's definitely like, the best program here you can see oh um, yeah so shout out to anybody thinking about going to UT or any freshman at UT. I'm on the recruitment committee. You should, you should sign up. Yeah. And do it. Best decision. Yeah. Also, this is the Burnt Toast podcast. You should subscribe because <laughs> this is the best podcast. Um. Anyways, I got another topic for you, Devin. All right. Bachelor parties. Bachelor parties. Ooh, bachelor parties. I've never bachelor been to a bachelor parties. party. I've never been either. Which I think we might <laughs> maybe biased about that, but <laughs> all right. So, what do, what do you think about bachelor parties and like the the classic quote unquote classic bachelor party, like the Vegas bachelor party, like just the bachelor party where you know the is it called the groom? Yeah, the groom. Yeah, the groom and all his groomsmen and his best man go to the bars and then like go to a strip club or like go clubbing like what do you think of that yeah i I don't know i mean so like gabe he wants to have uh like a really extravagant like bachelor party like he saw a youtube video of like some pretty crazy ones so i think (laughs) one of those would be pretty cool dude i feel like i feel like that's yeah I feel like that totally just screams Gabe, though. It does. It does. Like, do you think Bachelor? Okay, that's this is a pretty stupid question, but I okay. Do you think Bachelor parties are subjective? Subjective, in like, like to what's to fun? the to the groom. Like, do you think no, that? I think I think that you need to. I think you need to cater the bachelor party to the person. So, like, let's say, like, I was throwing a bachelor party for you. It'd be a different bachelor party than what I would throw for Gabe. Yeah, yeah. Think, you know? How like often do you night. think... How often do you think people, like, throw a bachelor party thinking the groom is gonna really enjoy it, and then the groom hates it? How often do you think that happens? I mean, I think anybody that throws it is probably like, oh, man, this is gonna be so good. And, I mean, I, I don't know, like, any kind of stats or anything on it, but... Yeah. I would I would say it's probably probably hyped up more than it actually turns out to be more often yeah. than not, would be my guess just because you see like all the movies and everything with like these crazy bachelor parties you see it on like you know tv or like youtube or whatever and you know that stuff usually isn't how it actually happens in real life yeah even though yeah. neither of us have been to a bachelor party yeah so <laughs> i'm sure you've heard I, about them though from i don't from have this. any experience with it yeah like, personally but yeah. Just from like what I've seen like on TV and like or like on like online I guess and people do, talk about it. Do um does the bride that they usually don't show up for the bachelor party, right? No, no, no. That's a big no no. Doesn't it happen though? Sometimes it's like a joke for stuff, but normally not. Okay. I was just wondering like if you could combine the bachelor and the bachelorette party into one big party that'd be like a new thing that'd be like a party party like have like a party party have a party party as your bachelor bachelor i think the whole i think the whole point of like the bachelor and bachelorette thing though is like you get one last night 
of like i wouldn't say no rules like it's not like go sleep with someone or anything like <laughs> yeah, that. yeah 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 but like go to a strip club and like your 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 girlfriend or whatever that you're about to marry can't get mad that you're at a strip club <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like a free pass for one night to go to a strip club because it's the last time you go to a strip club without hiding it from your soon-to-be wife. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I could see that. I think that's I think that's the point behind bachelor and like bachelorette parties. You know, like bachelorette parties, they always get like a male stripper or something like that. Yeah, I could also I I would argue as well. It's also like kind of like your one last hangout with all your bros before you like commit your life to a woman or a man, you know, depending on your orientation or if you're a female or a male. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I think that's definitely, I think that's definitely, it's kind of like you're one last hoorah before. Yeah. As they, as the married men say, you're, you're, you're chained up. Bro. Yeah. That, I don't know. I, that's what they say. I know a lot of people will <laughs> joke about like, once their friends get married, they're like, gone forever you know like they they no longer hang out with them which i i think is false because my my sister has some married friends and her friends still hang out with her i mean i think one of her best friends from college is married and they hang out all the time all right i I think i think the one that that kind of is like that i wouldn't say it's the marriage i would say it's the kids i'd say once like friends have kids that's when it really starts to be like yeah like, I but, mean, like especially people that have like two or three kids like all in the span of like two or three years yeah like yeah my my parents had my sister and i within like three years of each other and i don't really know about like their social life when they were raising us but when i was when i was like able to function in by myself kind of like probably like four or five years old like where they could take me to places and not have to always watch me. You know, like they could bring me to a friend's house and I could just like be playing in another room and they'd be okay with that. I think they started to socialize a little bit more. I feel like there's like kind of like a like a waiting period for like four or five years before you can go out and socialize again with people. I, I no, mean like I, with I your children, with your children. No, I agree. And I think that, I think that like, so like I know my, my parents like, like they go out like a lot more now. Like now, like all me and all my all my siblings are all at college or out of college, and you know they're having probably the best social life they've ever had in their life. Honestly, yeah, like, they're going out like every weekend, hanging out with all these people, having parties and stuff. Yeah, I'm, like dang, like, but like it's because like they've kind of like like I feel like you go through stages in your life. You know, you've got like your you know your high schools, like high school or whatever. Yeah, and then you got your college. Some people party in college, some people don't, and then you kind of like, you know, you kind of settle down, get your like life going right, calm down a little bit. Then you have kids, and then you're like, kids and work, and that's like it. And then yeah. your kids go away, and then you know you kind of bring back the social life and some of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I think it's important for adults uh, to maintain like a fun, healthy exciting life where they you know they get to go out and not throw you know the rambunctious quote-unquote rambunctious parties that we have in in high school and college but they have like house parties and invite all their friends from college and and work over and like socialize but also have a good time i think it's really important as an adult to have a social life 
I was just going to say that like I've heard of people who don't have social lives. Like all it is is like it's them and their wife or them and their husband after college and they're miserable and they're like, yeah. I want friends, but I can't meet any because I'm like 35, which is yeah. I think is also false. I think you can meet people at any age. See, to, so, like, to kind of, like, curb that, like, that's why, like, what I really want is I want, like, a weekly or, like, a monthly, like, whatever it comes out to be, like, game night or something where you got, like, yes. all, like, your college buddies and, like, all yes. that kind of stuff to come over. You know, you make some nice food, have, like, some beer or wine or whatever. Oh, that's what yeah. I want to have. I want to Dude, have, like, that would be awesome. Life. Yeah. I think that would be a lot of fun. Just like That would have, be like, so much fun. Stuff. Yeah. Like, getting getting more into adulthood, I actually, like, really enjoy like board games and stuff me too like more more than uh <laughs> more than video games dude i used to be such a video like such a gamer uh i was i would game all the time and now it's like sorry what what did you gonna say i was just gonna say i did i gamed all the time too and i can't remember yeah played a video game yeah i see i still game a little bit but it's not like that's all my life now like in my free time here, I'll like play guitar, write songs, or I'll read, or like hang out with my roommate, and then I'll I'll game a little bit, or like I'll do like quote unquote adult stuff, like clean my room, do balance my budget, you know, all the fun stuff. Um, but but I definitely enjoy board games and games where you like socialize with people in person a lot more now that I'm older. And I value that type of communication rather than playing a video game with like random internet strangers. I mean, that's how I am. Like, the older I get, like, the more I want to do that, and like, the less I want to like go out to like a bar or something. Like, I'd rather have like, you know, just have like some like good friends come over and like have a good yeah. time. And, and like and have like, cookouts and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think it would be really fun to like grill out some stuff. You know, have like a bunch of people over. Yeah. Oh yeah, cookouts are so much fun. Yeah. Also, like going to a bar can be tons of fun if you go with a if if you go with your friends, you know. Oh, and you yeah. like you solely go there to hang out with your friends. If you meet some girls, it's an added bonus, you know. But you're like if you solely go to the bar with your friends to hang out with your friends, it can be a blast. Yeah, I do. I do think that's true, and I think I think too many people go out with the sole intention of i'm gonna find someone to like go home with tonight well i think I that's too more many people that know that that do I that i feel like i feel like that's more i mean i don't know but i feel like that's more of a college thing than like an adult thing well yeah but i mean i feel like bars like for the most part are like but i don't know i guess that's not really true everybody goes to bars i guess yeah and uh, if you look in like downtown knoxville like over by market street that yeah. the, the bars over there are more full of adults than college kids because the adults there are like more there with their friends socializing or maybe they are looking for you know a partner yeah i just don't think that like going out to the bars is the best place to find your partner is my yeah. conclusion yeah <laughs> i would i would agree with you i mean i think i think like finding finding a significant other in like a similar interest is the way to go Oh, like yeah. if you're in a club at school and you like see a cute girl, you're like, "Hey, what's up? Can hey, I get your up? number? Hey, <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> How's it going?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's... I, 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 I'm not good at that. I'm not good at being like, yo, girl, what's up? Can I get your number? But <laughs> some people are. Not yeah, really my it's... style. I'm more of the slow kind of roller, I guess. Yeah, yeah. See, like, occasionally I like to, like, step out of my comfort zone and, like, approach a girl. Like, if... See, that's that's more at, like, a party scene. Like, if it's just, like, really loud... But, like, if I'm at a club or, like, I'm doing something where I share an interest with someone, like, sailing, dude, sailing is great. Because you're stuck on a boat with someone for, like, at least an hour. And it's kind of like... sailing soulmate. Yeah, dude. You got to find... You, you end up talking to him, obviously. When I went to the... I went to a sailing camp. And, like, they would always pair us with girls on trips. And you would just... You would end up talking to the girl for, like, the entire trip usually have a, gr- a really good time too because it's it's obviously flirting you know yeah unless you're just like absolutely not attracted yeah. to that girl then it's platonic but i okay here's a question do you think that the majority of interactions between male and female like around the same age outside of work are due to attraction like do you think they're flirting or do you think that it's more platonic or like, or are friendships like girl boy friendships? Are those more flirty? Like I like you type of friendship or is that more platonic? Like you're my best friend. Let's go grab a beer at the bar and play pool. Mm, I would definitely say I would have to go flirty for the most part. Like yeah. at least in college, like for sure. I think that that's less so true. The older you get and the younger you get. I think it's less Yeah, true. but in college. So, like, I think that, like, in high school, like, some people, I think, are friends. Like, and I don't know. I call, like, I have some girls that, like, I'm friends with that, you know, I don't, like, I'm not, like, flirting with them or anything. They're just, like, yeah. people to talk to. Yeah. And, like, you know, I just enjoy, like, talking to them and stuff. But and, I, I would say I'm... that for the most part, though, I would definitely say that, you know, it's more flirty than, than not flirty, yeah. I would say. Yeah, I would I would have to agree with you. And there there are like I have friends in high school or like in middle school that it was like strictly platonic. And it's not that I like wouldn't date them, but I had no desire to. Yeah. And I, I wasn't like attracted to them at any way in any way. But it's like also like I would say and it's I don't think it's it's a bad thing either, but like I feel like a lot of friendships like of the opposite gender are kind of based around like liking them and being flirty, you know, in a very subtle way. But I, I would have to agree with you on that. You know, I, I, I kind of think it's, it's not shallow though. I mean, it's, I feel like it's human nature to do that. It is. It is. I mean, like human nature is like to find like that person to, you know, carry on the human race with, I guess. Yeah. Like if <laughs> yeah, you want to yeah, date yeah. it back to like evolution or like whatever. You just want to date it back yeah. to instincts, I guess. It really is just kind of like, I mean, like, that's what that's what we're meant to do. Because yeah. without it, then there's no more humans. Because we're all, like we said before, we all die eventually. We all die eventually. That's a great place to end the podcast. Um, thanks, Devin, for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, this is the Burnt Toast Podcast. Follow us on Instagram burnt.toast.podcast find us on spotify 
Burnt Toast Podcast by Stu. Same with Google Podcast and iTunes or iPodcast, whatever you want to call it. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you guys later.